You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. My name is Crofton Steers. I'm the Jared Kushner of this podcast. With me, as always, are my two co-hosts. I'm talking about... uh, the um, the Donald Trump Jr. of this podcast, Michael Hodgins. Michael, welcome. Don Jr., sweet. And that means Eric Trump will fall to uh, Bo Schwartz. Hey, Eric. Oh, hey. I thought you were going to name Steve Bannon. Are you, what? Are you, trying, str- are you trying to make us all feel bad before starting the show? Yeah, mission Look, accomplished. I, I feel it's topical right now because, it's like, topical. again, this... This episode will be released late, but the White House is presently melting down. Right. So uh, <laughs> it's been melting down since he took office. I know. Office. So God. maybe it, maybe this episode will actually age well. No, maybe it won't. <laughs> Remember when I referred to last summer when you were like, "He'll be impeached in two months," and I was like, "Oh, it won't happen to the fall." And look, he's going strong. If anything, it's just going to make us all look dumb because in 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 seven years from now, when he's wrapping up his second term, we'll be like, oh, God, how did this Actually, happen? one of the several pieces of crazy news to break this week was that he had established like a leader for his reelection bid, um, which it's very early to start yeah. planning. That person will clearly be fired before that election happens. Yeah, no, for Come sure. on. What, what do you mean uh, a banner for his reelection bid? What does that mean? Oh, it's because like the there's um, the staff that work on a president's re-election campaign for the next election cycle can't be like you know the people necessarily that help them do their day-to-day job in the White House. Okay. So he's already like pulling together a team to run his re-election campaign, uh... which won't happen for three years. So it's pretty crazy. Well, he, he, I think he needs all the lead time he can get. It. That's what it's yeah, like. probably. Well, he's. The, I, I feel like they're almost in permanent election mode down there. It's like it's it's never far from their minds or any politicians really, you know. And in fact, like in Canada, when we were talking about like having setting permanent election dates, one of the arguments against it, because it, the government of the day can essentially call an election whenever they they feel like it whenever they feel they've lost confidence in the house in Canada or whatever. But in the states, they have a very specific day, and everything is very specific, which seems good. Except it just means that everybody is planning for the next election cycle nonstop. There's one election, then there's another one, and there's exploratory committees, and then another one, and just never ends. Um, speaking of things that uh, that never end around here, uh, I just moved houses. And uh, I let you guys know before the show, but for all the listeners, and this is a bit of a throwback to an early episode, I'm experiencing bass through the walls, music. It's a semi-detached that I'm living in. And uh, I'm pretty confident uh, that uh, my verdict for bass was a bad. And uh, every once in a while, I feel a little guilt about that verdict. I think I'm like, well, you know, maybe I was too hard on our friend bass, but I was not. If anything, I was not hard enough. Well, it's it's funny that because when you were talking about that, it made me think of the the semi-detached house I lived in pretty recently. Except the thing I heard through the wall was domestic dispute, and that was it. As much as you don't like, as much as you don't like bass, hearing a domestic dispute next door is much more annoying because you're like, should I call the police? <laughs> and then. You know, maybe I'll just go to sleep and hope nothing bad happens. Or, or like, you want to go over for the base and, like, knock on the door and be like, hey, uh, you know, you mind turning your sound down? But we're Canadians, and so being super polite, especially, like, there are separate owners and all that, that's that's a different thing uh, for us. Like, it's very difficult for me to walk on that door and be like, knock, knock. Hey, got loud music. You mind turning it down a bit? But domestic abuse, that's a, or, or a, uh, a domestic conflict, that's even that's even worse. It's like, you know, knock, knock, knock. Hey, guys, so uh, 
kind of hear your conversation next door. Would you mind <laughs> maybe keeping the profanity down? I got kids. Well, it's more like you don't want to do that because you're, you're like, if someone's about to go off the rail and like kill their significant other, uh, you, when the neighbor open, knocks on the door at the exact r- wrong time, you might be that like third person who gets killed. <laughs> you're like, mm, you know what? I'm, I love my significant other too much to murder them, but you, you I could kill. <laughs> it, is, it is funny though, because one of the reasons I, I'm thankful we live in Canada, where it's probably like someone's gonna have a knife or something, and not you know a se- uh, a semi-automatic weapon or a handgun or something. It's probably gonna be. That's true. I, I that stopped. actually happened down the road for me. Someone got stabbed. Yeah, some some guy at the grocery store uh, a few blocks away, and uh, where Crofton used to live, um, stab uh, stabbed a bunch of people. Like four people, and then the cops shot him. Yeah, dead. and then the police shot him. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because that happened at like six thirty in the grocery store uh, that I used to go to every day at six thirty. So um, the fact that I've moved houses, you know, I hate the base, but at least I'm not stabbed. Yeah, yeah. being not stabbed is is good. Yeah, so it... for sure. Speaking of not stabbed. Um, this is going to be a stretch here, mm, but the hose it. of the random uh, topic generator has not been stabbed and continues to function for 200 plus episodes. Let's that was break. Really, yeah. <laughs> stretch stretch was given that too much credit, I think. Let's bring it out and choose a random topic. All right. Okay. So let's let me push do the so. random topic generator <laughs> button here. I think that was smooth. Oh, wait. It's not a button. <laughs> Ignore what I just said. <laughs> ah, right. finally something right up your guy's alley. And I'm talking about first-person shooters. Oh, it's actually topical. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I played one today, as I have the last 15 years. Okay, so yes, that's also true, but look... The it's topical because Trump in the the wake of this um, you know uh, horrific uh, Parkland shooting and all the the renewed discussion of gun control has pulled one of the famous moves of the um, of the gun circuits if you will and and uh, put the blame on video games and and video game to the point that next week he is in fact uh, going to be meeting video game industry executives to sort of get to the bottom of some of this stuff right so um it is topical also that reference will be totally out of date by the time the show airs so people will know how that meeting well, went. well by then there'll be another mass u.s shooting and someone will be like it's a video game i mean like you know it's funny because from like i've played a lot of first person shooters not recently but i certainly played a bunch and now that I don't really play them anymore, <laughs> you have like kind of a little bit of distance between how fucking violent they are. I'm like, I you could totally understand. Now I think that that's not true. What Donald Trump's saying, uh, or anyone that says that that's why those things happen. But uh, when you look at a first-person shooter, like the aim of the game, it's like. You're killing as many people as you can with a gun. That's what it always is. And just on the on the face of it, you're like, yeah, it doesn't look good. You know, it doesn't look good. They, it's true. It definitely doesn't look good. I remember it first took uh, the first furor around it. Like there was the whole '90s video games or evil thing, and Mortal Kombat was a big on the front lines. But so was the original Doom. I remember the um, the sh- the kids that shot up the um, Columbine. It was found that they had played Doom, and and obviously the conversation got diverted to Doom, which literally every kid had played at this point, over you know the guns or any of the other any of the other major issues, and uh, it is funny to think back and be like like no offense to Doom, but it it is very violent for its time, uh, but it is you know pixely and. Uh, and you're fa- fighting alien hell monsters in space and all this sort of stuff. Whereas nowadays, like I think you have games like you know, it could be Call of Duty or a Battlefield or something like that, where you're where a graphics are way more realistic and you're shooting at you know humans and this. So like I would argue now is is 
while there's a wide variety of first-person shooters, there's some that could really, like, uh, you could take clips and play on the news and it would not look good. Well, you you play some first-person shooters. I do. Although, not that much, actually. But, you know, this year did see me play some of that Doom, which was quite fun. Uh, Doom, a franchise still uh, going strong. One of the quintessential first-person shooters, in fact, we're tracing back our history, though technically not the first. The first one that really gave you a sense of place and realism that is unique to the first-person genre was Wolfenstein. And that company went on to go make Doom, and you, you definitely saw the Doom game on your 6 o'clock news, um, you know, where the reporter would be like, are your kids uh, <laughs> in trouble? Should they not be playing this? And they'd show a demon from hell getting plugged with a shotgun. Um. Yeah, and they just it's released funny, a, a Doom those, game this year or last year. Both those references are and like uh, uh, when you look at like who you're shooting, and I think that that's you know gonna there's an important sort of like what's the rationale behind this character? Why is where is he shooting these other characters? In one, the first one that Bo referenced, you know, it's Nazis, which up until recently we all agreed were evil, and. Uh, and then the, then it's, you know, Hellspawn that are literally from hell and are still considered evil until probably next year. I don't know. Um, but but then – but to my point, like a lot of that is, is changing. And as games get more complicated, first-person shooters are getting more complicated as well. There's a lot of games that are played in first-person perspective that are not necessarily shooters. There's a big renaissance of what are the, what these things called walking simulators right now. That yeah, it, yeah, but it, the topic is first-person shooters. Right. Right, so I'm sort of just separating that a bit because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like ones with swords and stuff like that now from the first person perspective, but like for the sake of this conversation, let's just keep it focused on the ones that that are like you're shooting weapons. Did you uh, guys ever play a game called Heretic? Yeah, that and was one of my, that was the first game that I played online. Ever. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't. Well, I didn't play it online. No, I played it. It, it was a dial-up modem, so I literally had to phone my friend who had to tell his parents not to pick up the phone. My parents had to not pick up the phone, and then my computer would connect with his. I could be like, I'm still so impressed. And, it actually allowed you to to play against each other. But what what I recall, and I'm pretty sure is that game. Maybe it's not. But but like. Again, the violence of it. Uh, there were certain types of characters sometimes that were like these. It was humans, and if you shot them enough times, they would they would they would go onto the ground and then and on their knees and wave their hands and say, "No, please, no, please." And, and if you didn't kill them, they'd get back up and start shooting at you. Uh, so, <laughs> so it, it's like the game was teaching you to kill the person begging for mercy because if you didn't. They would then they would then shoot you. So uh, of course, as a kid, I would always take out the bazooka or whatever and explode the person so that and it would like there was like an eyeball that would fly by you, like extremely gruesome. And also the context, which I didn't think of when I was fifteen or whatever. But like this person is begging for their life, and you're just like, and the game's telling you, you must kill this person or they will. It's just like so. So many of these like very basic kind of like what what are the messages? The first-person shooter is giving to you. And... Why are well? It depends on the game. Like, and I will say, like, there there are some base messages you can draw across all of them, but it definitely does depend on the game because some lean heavily, like horror films do, into gore and and like like there's this game called this series called Soldier of of Fortune, which is like really it doesn't exist anymore, but it was about like you guys would explode and their legs would go flying and it'd be you know it was massive, massive gore and there was a level of detachment also because graphics weren't you know necessarily what they are today and what they will continue to be, but uh, but definitely I find that um, that there's a reason these games are popular and I think about myself and I was, and I think about first person shooters because I do like to Bo's point he's like oh I don't play many that many first person shooters I go through phases because it's just one type of game now but I would say my one of my favorite games if not my favorite game of all time it's a little bit of a deep cut but you guys both know it it's Planet Side uh, and I'm currently playing Planet Side 2 are both are both first person shooters um, 
and uh, Bo mentioned Wolfenstein, and it, it's recently been relaunched in sort of a a, a B movie uh, style. And I've been I've been I played the last one, and I'm looking forward to playing the next one, and and really in, enjoy that. It has a a big a big sort of storyline again in the Inglorious Bastards type mode of like we're killing Nazis or whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, it de- depends. Like Overwatch is one of the biggest, most popular right now. Um, it 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 goes for more say of a cartoony aesthetic. But what brings all these things together is the feeling of like shooting. Um, and I don't, I have no interest in shooting a real gun or like getting a real gun or whatever. But there's something that's appealing to me about this. Maybe it's because it works well with the mouse and keyboard. Maybe it's because it's a very easy thing to get right in a video game, like to replicate. It's like okay, I aim and then I click a button and then I shoot projectiles towards it. Whereas other games have more complex complexities that you gotta you gotta understand and, and get around. So maybe that's what makes them appealing. But there's no argument that they are extremely uh, appealing. I'd say the biggest ones being the Call of Duty franchise, Counter Strike, Overwatch, and uh, and Battlefield. Um, and I think demographically, if you look at who plays them, it's not only men, but a large percentage of, of men play these games. Yeah, and like when I was when I was thinking, as you were talking in kind of like you're you're like an insider in this in the sense that you play a lot of these games and you're like a gamer and I'm less so now. I was thinking about like because you were like, well, it depends. Like because I was like, what what are these games teaching? And, and you're talking about different aesthetics or different overlays, and it's true. But but I do think like all those things are important. But I do think like the basic thing is teaching you, and as as a game, is it's like. It's it's you solve you solve the problem you're solving in the game is is solved by shooting things like that like that's if any game is a problem solving exercise any first person shooter game to solve the problem you must shoot some stuff now I know there's some games where that is like the degree to which you shoot things is maybe you have some some degree where you don't have to shoot everything you see uh, but I feel like most of them are just like. If you're the best at shooting and killing all your opponents, you're probably the best at the game. Problem solved. And, you know, just from, again, I'm not like... But it's not I, a teaching tool. Like you're, well, it's not that it's a teaching tool. It's, it's an entertainment sort of like, product. But it is, it's, no, it's not that it's teaching, but it's also, it's, it is implying something. And it's just like, and the, again, the context of the game, and it's like, there's so many of these games. And to be like, like, I, I guess it's just, you know, I think your point about that it's easy it's probably part of the reason because it does kind of make sense. You know, the mouse, the keyboard, it works pretty well. Um, it gives you a sense of immersion. Uh, and I guess it's like, and excitement, you know, and living in a, a fantasy of like shooting a gun. You know, most of us do not want to shoot uh, someone in real life, you know, and, uh, and it's, but shooting someone in a video game is, is a different thing. And I think we all know it's a different thing, but it's, it's the same like, as pay, it's the same as like paintball or laser tag. Like I enjoy I enjoy playing those those games. I like checking my score afterwards, all that sort of stuff. But it, you know, it's not like I don't have any interest in joining the military uh, or or you know uh, committing shootings or anything like that. But That's like there is fantasy probably in certainly men more so than 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 women, which I think mentioning that demographic split is important. Because uh, I think a, mo- a lot of men do sort of have these kinds of fantasies about like shooting things. <laughs> like I, I even I'm like a totally nonviolent person, but with all this stuff with like shooting, and you're like, oh, what would happen if someone snapped at my work or something and was coming with a gun? Like, would you try to get them? Or you know, a- a- these things will occasionally cross my mind. And apparently, like like a lot of men, well, this is like male fantasy where women don't generally spend their time having some silly fantasy of like what happens if a psycho comes to your work and just shooting the place up, you know, that doesn't. And then, so are these games just like outlets for that kind of thing, which is happening kind of naturally with men anyways. I don't know. Well, it's, you look at, you know, that, that explanation sounds a lot like diehard and stuff like that. And you look at this stuff and in movies and in everywhere, like shooting and action and all that, and, and and sort of violent culture is is a big is a uh, is a big thing, um, and and I think first person shooters are a part of that. But like, if you look at how they're marketed and how they're designed, 
the reason that men play them is because they have been designed for men. And uh, they've been designed to appeal to that audience. Because I revert back to Overwatch. Now, Overwatch is a relatively new game, but it has a lot of uh, female players, like uh, a considerable uh, percentage of the population um, uh, of players. And, uh, and it's because it has been designed in a different way to appeal more broadly, right? And I think that that's just becoming known a little a little more so I, I i even though i was the one that threw the the you know more men play it thing i don't think necessarily think that that will always be the case but i do agree mike with what i you're think saying. it will <laughs> i think it's it's very unlikely that you'll ever see gender parity in the something like call of duty i will be shocked if the call happens. of duty is it's well, targeted it's a at shooter. men. It's, no, in some I know, ways, but you're picking one that's targeted shooter. at men, right? Like it's target. It's getting the demographic. <laughs> so that what's it's targeted one targeted for. at women going to be? Well, Overwatch is more targeted at, at a general, a gender neutral stuff. There's characters both, uh, uh, you know, male and female, and all that sort of stuff. But would you would you agree with me on this? Yeah, that, like, I think the gender conversation is problematic. I kind of don't want to wade into it because I disagree with it. I, it's maybe statistically true that more men play, but I don't think there's anything important to 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 be like to get. I think there's that. something hugely important about it because it's uh, it's no. also because <laughs> it, I also just think it's a, it's a bias versus it's versus... it's not because I mean if you look at the statistics around violent crime, it's massively disproportionate men but it's and it, like it doesn't mean you don't anything. think those things are related you don't think that men like violent video games and men commit most of the violent society has any kind of linkages i don't like i don't think this has anything to do with first person like this whole topic went into a direction that i'm not interested in uh, i know because into... you want to just say like they're awesome i love shooting shit but I, I mean i'm not a gamer really anymore so i don't mind like pulling them apart and i've played a lot of them i mean they're older ones but I feel like I have a different perspective now because I'm not in the culture of it. I just I don't I don't think there's a correlation between violence and first person shooters. There might <clears> be a correlation in a decrease. Establish. There can be a correlation and a decrease in violence based on the kinds of media we consume, including video games. But I don't think there's an increase in violence uh, because of it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like I'm I, I want to be clear. Like I, I don't think that people who complain. First-person shooters will lead someone to commit violent acts. I just, I do think though that men are more likely to commit violence and have more like are more likely to have violent-based fantasies, and that first-person shooters are clearly uh, a violent exercise. And I think that that makes total sense. And I think when you look at the demographics, it makes complete sense that it's more men that play it than women like those things uh, to me i'm like those things line up perfectly so, so and it's not down... a judgment call of like it's not going to make people do violent stuff but men have a greater inclination towards violence and okay. this is i'm just gonna take your word for it i don't disagree with you but i also not going to pretend to know that i the, like what demographics are nowadays because that landscape is shifting and it's leaving if you're not involved in it it's leaving a lot of us behind i don't think spreading it to game gaming in general that the gap between men and women is as wide as mainstream media would like us to believe saw an article today on a, there was a that's been going around about how you know co gaming companies are profiting off people of men living in women's basements most gamers are working adults they don't live in their mom's basements there's a lot of stereotypes around it and the one about men i think is part of it and Furthermore, I don't think game uh, first-person shooter games, while they simulate violence a little more viscerally, are any more violent than any other type of video game for the most part. You can get well, just as much yes, blood and gore. I just finished playing this game Overcooked with Crofton, and I'll tell you, it is not violent. <laughs> yeah, but it, you're picking your no, but like that Overcooked yeah, is like a that's a totally it, different game. But Bo just said I don't think they're any more violent than any other game, and I'm like, well, yeah. no, they are more violent. No, what than I'm a lot saying is that as a category, that it's worth actually teasing first-person shooters apart specifically as being more violent than any other genre that contains violence is like their third yeah, person. I, I games, would, I would agree with that. There's a lot of other violent games. Like, yeah. like gaming in general, if that's your bent is violent. 
because most of it is based around combat of some kind, whether it's simulated. Yeah, and again, AI coming back to the men thing, it is. And you're 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 right about the changing landscape about women in this uh, in gaming, but it's a very well known fact that there are precious few women game designers. That's changing, uh, but very very few. So we're also, you know, I, I just think these things are all kind of connected. Like men, kind of like violence. Uh, men make video games or have. And men play video games more. This stuff is all changing, but, but I could see I could see there being a day where the first person shooter is like a small niche of video but games. To go to go down your rabbit hole, like if if I if say video games are being made, they're first person shooters targeted to men. Men men uh, are are like seem more prone to these to these crimes is does this not give them an avenue of escapism to like satisfy in a harmless way any sort of like like you think about i think yes maybe very well so your your thoughts in terms of like what you would do in a terrorist situation at your work or whatever (laughs) like it's like that that's very mild that's very mild stuff but it's like oh you play video game oh it's fun you get a sense that what's the scenario in this one okay for me, when I play a first-person shooter, I'll tell you one thing that is super important is contextualizing who I'm shooting, and this is this is a this is a big deal because I've had games like uh, pull the rug out from under me at one point, like uh, and and make like um, I think even one of the Deus Ex games, which I I quite enjoyed, did this at one point where you re- where it reveals like these guys that you were fighting at the beginning were in fact um uh good all along or whatever and you're like oh shit right but but the thing is is that a lot of a lot of uh, first person shooters now or not a lot but some of them like Deus Ex are designed with non-lethal playthroughs where you can play you can get like crossbows with sleep darts and you can do all the all this stuff that's part of that that game's uh that game's design but for me i just find like who i'm shooting is really really uh important in those games because i'm not able to like to to just be like okay it's cool to to shoot anyone in any context like what's my character what am i doing and 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 that so i i do think that like there is um to get a player on board to enjoy a first person shooter it's the same as designing a movie for christ's sake like for you to support this character shooting all these characters like they just remade and and released this weekend uh death wish which was a charles bronson series of like vigilante shooters the timing could not be worse with obviously what's going on in the states but um but with Bruce Willis and like, of course, they have to set up why this character, who are these people that he's shooting? Why is he so angry to be shooting these characters for you as an audience member to go on that sort of journey? So for me, I think that like a lazy first person shooter uh, is almost defen- can be almost offensive to me in the sense that like I'm like, oh, this is just violence for violence sake, which some of them are, but then there's you know there's storylines. There's there's uh, in the case of Planet Side, which uh, it it all, every character is a real person, and you're all working together, and 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 you're and that sort of stuff. So it's it's a bit it's a bit of a different thing. But even in that world, they set up okay, you're part of this faction, they're part of that faction. You hate each other. You're trapped in endless war. I'm like okay, I can roll with that. Um, so so uh, so no for. For me, as a gamer as well, like thinking about first-person shooters, I like some of my fa- I think I line up with Bo in that like w- some of my favorite games are first-person shooters, but I would say that that is not my favorite game type, right? And that that's not going to be a selling point to me. And I will say another thing that concerns me about first-person shooters is I do have um, the first generation of sort of VR in my house. And I tried, I've tried some shooters, and the first one that I played this game, Robo Rally, you're shooting these evil robots. They're super played for cartoon laughs, right? No biggie, whatever. Um, other game called Super Hot, you're shooting like these glass silhouettes that explode into pieces of glass. So, again, no biggie. Doesn't really make 
you know, they're just silhouettes. They don't really mean anything. But eventually, as technology advances, I'm not sure if these are still called first-person shooters because they're in VR, but they provide that same sort of sensation. I could see that, like, if you wanted to to project down the road, I could see the dangers of something like that. But I don't think where we are now is anywhere near that. Can I, can I like, put a like, bookmark on this? Because we're well into the show now. Just to say we've... We could talk about what we really want to talk about, but we've done violence in the media, and I kind of a topic like first online is it online for or is it just first person shooters? Just first person shooters. Yeah, when that topic comes up, last thing I want to talk about is its social impact. <laughs> to be honest, like like I don't <laughs> really? care. That's we the didn't, main thing I want to talk about. We, but I know because that's your only involvement with it. But like we've covered it on violence in the media, which included video games, and if we want to talk about it again, that's fine. It's just I I don't have. I don't have anything to add to it because I think I think it's stupid. <laughs> like it basically, I mean, it's simulated violence, but gameplay aspect wise, it's couldn't be anything further f- from shooting in in real life. So, for those of us who can't separate our fantasy from real consequences, impact or whatever, then then yeah, that's a it's an issue, but it's not an issue for me or and for anyone I know who plays these games. So, I don't I don't. I think spending too much time on it gives it more weight than it's worth. <laughs> and I'd like I to mean, say, I mean, I I disagree wholly with that. But I, I know mean, you if do. there's another aspect you want to chat about, I, I don't. That's what I'm saying is I'm not contributing anymore to this particular aspect no, you have, of the topic. But you have nothing about. Uh, no, what what I mean is you said you wanted to, you want to go in a different direction with the first person shooters conversation. I mean, I have plenty more to say about the social impact stuff. But right. I mean, you know, obviously yeah. I'm in the minority here. Well, I mean, Crofton does too. So I'm just, I'm just jumping in to say, like, we're 30 minutes into the show, and that's it's just mainly been about the social impact and how guys mostly play shooters. I'm just, I don't like the direction the conversation is going, and if I seem uninvolved in it, it's because this isn't a conversation about online but you, shooters. You don't me. like it. It's interesting. Is it because shooters. it makes you feel? Is is this? This tack it's, of it's because uh, this conversation has been happening for like thirty eight, not thirty eight years, but thirty years of my life. And I'm fucking bored of it. Like I just don't give a shit. So like that's I'm sure there's merit to the people who want to have meaningful conversations. For me, it's very obvious the answer is simulated fantasy can be provocative, and as art is meant to be, and games can be a form of art. And certainly, Can, yeah. you know, like we might say, well, pornography is allowed, but child porn isn't. We draw our line somewhere to the types of things we find it socially acceptable to simulate. But that's what that conversation is. And so for me, first person shooters are a game type and all games. Most games are violent, including top down games, war games, strategy games. There's a bit more visceralness to the first-person shooter, but I don't think it's enough to warrant a conversation about this subset of games. That's... Yeah, I mean, I just think the two are inherently related. I mean, the last bit I'll say on this, and I'm happy to switch it completely after this, but I just, I think it's just like we're, you know, humanity's violent. It's like, and I still think that basically we sort of use violence in our society everywhere to solve all problems. And it's it's sort of a natural thing to see in gaming a pretty dominant thing to be like to solve the game, use violence to solve the problems in games, because it's basically how we do it in the real world. I mean, even with laws, it's all hinged on the threat of violence. Like if you don't obey laws, eventually a policeman will come to your house and hit you on the head if you don't go with them. You know, if you follow those things to their conclusion. So it, it just that's why to me that it is pertinent, because every there's so much violence in our society and 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 so it's reflected in our fantasy and our art. And I guess what always irks me and why I move away from them is because I'm like, I don't like this aspect of humanity. And I feel like the more we move away from it, the better. But we're mired in it. And it only makes sense that it's a reflection of who we are. So, uh, you know, it makes total sense. And I certainly engage in violent gameplay. We played D&D the other day and slaughtered hundreds of goblins in fantasy. I'm like, it, it has its place. And and. And we all need our outlets like that. Um, I, just, I think some of them are gratuitous. But anyways, I, I don't need to believe uh, But what I, I would say, though, like, and this is in terms of what, what Bo's point here is that is that this show is about I'm making a point. Draw, <laughs> you did make a point. Um, is about drawing a, a topic and and discussing if it's good, bad or bullshit. 
if you know or have a feeling of why first person shooters are one of those three things like you know make that case we're just having we were just having a discussion based on some of the elements like i sort of know and was going to seg into some of the positives and the and and the interesting experience that i that i've had with them but just refusing from either having the conversation or engaging with someone else because you didn't you don't like the angle like just go with what Talk about what you think what, what you think is either good or problematic about them in setting up whatever your verdict is going to be. Because I'll be honest, right now I have no idea what your verdict is going to be. Whereas I have somewhat of a sense of what Mike's is going to be. Okay, so what makes first-person shooters great is that it puts you in the perspective of the player and it allows you to simulate adventuring in real life so concurrent to the first person shooter was also the ability to experience a game from the first person perspective like that was a novel thing and yes it's coincided with shooters but as we as crofton i don't know if you self-dismissed or mike dismissed it i don't think i don't think we can easily dismiss the non-shooter first person game because it's it was born out of a desire to play shooters and 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 the shooter was the genre to start with but we have all this other you know skyrim isn't a shooter you still kill shit and it's violent but it's awesome and there you have a bow and arrow i'd consider it a shooter but it's also an rpg filled with rich voice acting and 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 lore or, and an immersion and you can wear a vr headset and be in there and it's cool and so or portal like, portal 2 is a good example portal it's two. a game where you actually have a gun it's a portal gun yeah you're so. except you're solving puzzles it's used in a yeah. different way so no, i mean I like that. yeah like we could talk about just the violent part and shooter implies violence but like laser tag like yes it simulates violence and it simulates the invention of the gun but it's fun there's something fun about it's it what it does which good games do is that it's something that you can play and then feel you have to master like get better and, and improve at and as a particular type of genre it's fun getting sniper kills it's fun being able to sneak around and have limited visibility to be able to kill things um you know from close range like you know so so there are different skills there that there's a lot of mechanical depth and complexity which make it fun to play uh first person shooters as opposed to other genres i've played a ton I'm at the point actually where I don't have as much of an appetite anymore for it, only because I'm so amazing at them that I'm bored with. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I, there's other genre video games that I'm more interested in, uh, also violent, but they, you know, it's still excellent. Like you know, Overwatch is a great game, and I played Doom this year and had a lot of fun. And they're only getting better. Like I find the experiences are they're still improving on it, and they're wonderful. Yeah. So every year the um, video games like sort of do awards in the same way that TV or movies, and and there's a category for first person shooters. I only bring that up because even though it feels like they're waning uh, a little bit in terms of numbers, like there's less big ones that come out mm -hmm. every year. They're they're still they occupy a big presence. Uh, in video games. So I do I do sort of think that this topic is worth looking at outside of just like, you know, video games in general and all that. And so my take on the first person shooters, on my personal personal feeling is that I do quite enjoy playing them. Then a game being a first person shooter is not necessarily a sales point uh uh for me. I'll be much more keen on sort of the um the uh the the, the sort of dynamic of the game, like or the storyline, or is it multiplayer? Is it single player? Um, one one, I think comparator, when we would play this game, Planet Side, I would almost always be uh, in first person mode, but it allowed you to toggle between first and third person mode. And Bo, I remember, would always toggle between the two. Uh, he'd sort of stand in corners and toggle. And, and the reason he did that is essentially if he was in third-person mode, he could see sort of what was around the corner from his character, right? So he had an appetite 
for getting as much information as possible to make an informed decision, whatever, on the battlefield. Honestly, if you were a smart soldier or a smart person in a combat situation and you had that, yeah, you, you probably... advantage, for sure. You probably should take advantage of it if you had that magical ability to get outside of yourself and see around the corner. Right. I did it very often. And the reason why is I was looking for a much more immersive experience. And when I play video games, especially single player games, I'm looking for that immersive experience. And definitely in, in terms of escapism, I'm looking for it. And I do feel that first person games, uh, shooters as, as well as any, um, like a game like Bioshock or whatever, allows you to inhabit a character a lot more uh, comfortably in terms of suspension of disbelief for better or for worse than a third person game does where you see your character and you recognize that that character doesn't look anything like you. Uh, now, if you can get over the motion sickness C type stuff of playing a first person shooter, which my wife can't, um, then, then you get a sense of like, you know, inhabiting that character. And I think that's why I made the linkage to virtual reality as, as seeing it eventually going in that direction. Mm -hmm. And, and, that's why I have little bits of concerns around the first-person shooter's impact and why why I, I engage in this as well. Because I just think, like, immersion is really great for escapism, and I love it. But but some people might – it might be – it might flatter an unhealthy – part of their brains or it might enable them in, in, a, in a certain way. So I am cognizant of that, but it doesn't necessarily like, it's not going to stop me from playing first person shooters. It's definitely not going to call, make me call for them to be, you know, uh, regulated or banned. But I do, uh, to your point about where the line is, I, I do feel like I have a line, a personal line, where if a game came out and it was like offensive to my sensibilities in some way, I'd be like, okay, that's you know, that's not for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that that line could be something else. It doesn't have to be shooters for you. It could be something else, right? Something you found egregious, you know. Like I mean, we live in an age that there's not just first-person shooters, but there's first-person sex simulators. You know, like any any lewd act, uh, you know, people are working, if it doesn't exist already, to program it as well into a game <clears throat> form or into a simulated reality form. And everyone's got a line somewhere. It, so, it is, that's because it's funny that you bring that up because I was, when Croft was talking about it's that. It's a different maybe, kind of shooter. What? <laughs> it's a different kind of shooter. <laughs> well, it made me think of this thing that I had heard someone discuss on. It was like a tech show on some on the radio, and they were talking about um, you know sex robots, and then and then they talked about like oh, it was good, better uh, bullshit. <laughs> what? It was our show, good, better bullshit. No, no, it wasn't our show. Well, uh, we did bring that up, but but what they were saying is like, and it's it's just interesting where the the morality and where your line is because because it it did said um, so. What if you had uh, like children sex dolls, like sex dolls that look like children for That's pedophiles awful. to have sex with? And you're like, and, and and even though you're like, okay, look, yeah, it. it I saw both facial expression in mine too. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, that yeah. feels like that's, that's not sick. right. And and then, but they might say like, but hey, if it stops them from being pedophiles in the real world, isn't that positive? And I'd be like, yeah. And then I'm like, and then, and so for me, and again, I can't probably get off this violence thing, but this is all fantasy and be like, yeah, it's like, it's we're all scratching an itch of the violence because uh, we can't do it in real life. That's why it's fantasy. But where is that line? You know what I mean? And 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 it is interesting because I think the, the cartoony, uh, and I haven't played Overwatch, but I've seen a bit of it. And, you know, that's much more appetizing to me than is the more realistic, especially the the war stuff where I feel like as a society we should be moving away, away from, like, militaristic <laughs> conquest and, and putting that on a pedestal. Like, I prefer the, like, hokey, silly uh, kind of um, cartoon. Sci-fi, maybe. Yeah, it's just it, when it exists in a pure fantasy space, it's it's just, I think, better than when it's too realistic. When people are it's like, WW2, you can get the realistic as much. And it's like, look, that was a real event, which was a horrible thing, just or not. Yeah. It's horrid uh, that humanity had to, had to sink to that. And hopefully we'll never have to again. Uh, and do like again scratching that itch that that the human 
humans, particularly men, have around violence, it it just makes me think of that like pedophile doll analogy and be like, yeah, well, if they're not doing it in real life, isn't that good? And be like, I don't know if it's good or not. It still weirds me out. You know what I mean? Where that line is. Where, where is that? I, you know, we normally don't necessarily try to look at the comments. I was just looking at the comments quickly on, on Twitch and I saw Lord Shaper made the comment. Um, with regards to the Call of Duty's online community being toxic. And uh, it's true. It's sort of well-known in gamer circles that, like, certain game online communities are toxic. And that Overwatches, for example, is generally not. And and I know that Blizzard puts in a lot of work to sort of curate it a bit. There's even talk about them watching like these YouTube streamers to figure out if someone's toxic and get them get them out of the game. But there is there that is something that I associate a little more um with first person shooters than I do with other types. One of the games that Bo plays regularly, this Heroes of the Storm game, is like a strategy game. Now as much as I like to shit on games like that because I'm not good at them, they definitely require a lot of thinking. Uh, a lot of brain work and all this. First-person shooters, for the most part, do not... Yes, they can be complicated, or, like, if you look at my kill-death ratio in games like Planetside compared to somebody like Bose, there's obviously some... Uh, thinking involved and in, uh, uh, that you can, but it not nothing compared to a game like Civilization or whatever. So the online communities for most of those games tend to be quite a lot healthier than the online communities for first-person shooters. I think that's the thing that gives me the heebie-jeebies about the first-person shooters is that sometimes those games tend to attract the worst people, and. Um, when I play online, like if I'm getting called all sorts of profane names, there's a good chance that that game's a first-person shooter, you know? Like, uh, and and that that element bothers me not enough to stop playing necessarily, but but uh, but it is it is notable, and I think it's because there's an instant win. Like you've instantly won. That guy's gone. You can send them a message. Like in a game like Civilization or even the game that uh, like Heroes of the Storm that Bo's playing, they're long drawn out matches in which like you give a little, you get a little whatever. And so, you know, rubbing it into somebody's face minute to minute is probably not as useful or you could risk looking really bad. Uh, whereas in a first person shooter, it's sort of, and some would say, oh, that's part of the fun, insulting someone, you know, I'm like, eh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like. I know you guys are about to call me on my shit momentarily, but before you well, no, do, no, I wasn't I, even. I I think it's a really good point. I mean, I'll because, but I think it's like you're talking. I'm a noted troll, and you'll often hear you'll often hear the the term uh, toxic masculinity, which I think is is a real thing, and it in very linked to violence, violence and power, and and I think that it it makes sense and it follows that that the the worst communities fall into the type of games that are maybe the most cutthroat, the most violent, the less community-oriented, uh, the more like, I pwn you, you suck, like, I'm, you know, just power dynamic, winning, killing, testosterone-driven, like, that that those type of men congregate there and being like, yeah, that toxic masculinity, toxic, and that it breeds toxic communities makes complete sense. That's certainly not all first-person shooters, but it's a por- it's a portion of them. And and I think the unfortunate thing is there's a huge market, right? There's a lot of men who are like that. <laughs> there's a lot of men who are fucked up, and uh, and and they they want outlets too, and so there'll always be those games that serve that that type, and you know hopefully there'll be other ones that draw people more into a positive community experience instead of one that just feeds the feeds the trolls, as they say. Uh, and I think that that stuff is growing like that people are seeing the value in this more and more all right well i'm uh, more or less ready to move into verdicts sure. you right. guys yeah i'm good let's do it verdict time where's there we go it's time for order of the chorus Um, Crofton, I'll go first. You should go first. 
All right. I, I had a bit of a hard time with this one. Part of me wanted to, and I think Bo called uh, me on it a little bit, but like overanalyze this sort of thing. And as a gamer that's not necessarily a, you know, a, uh, a traditional gamer in many ways, like, uh, I, I I sometimes get down on gaming culture and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I get I get wanting to be like, well, what are the impacts? What is how is this related to the other things? It, whereas I've been frustrated as much as Bo has in the past with like media coverage and blaming like giant shootings on video games when they're really, um, what do you call it, uh, bigger fish to fry, shall we say? Um, so and then it's like, what's my relation to was first person shooters in per- particular? Well, I'm like some of my favorite, most favorite games are first person shooters, and I thought of a bunch more since we started this. And uh, a, I love sort of like the immersive experience, and I, and I've put in a lot more sort of like time in uh, into first person shooters. Um, then I have a lot of, you know, like a lot of movies lately. I, I don't watch as many movies as I used to. So it's like an entertainment of choice. Hasn't seemingly negative affected me in any way. But at the same point, like that doesn't mean that it won't have negative effects to other people. Are there garbage first-person shooters? Yes, there are a lot. Or is there a ton of toxic communities? Yes, there are. Uh, and I know that. There's ways of blocking that, though, and uh, so I have to think, does that toxicity and do any sort of lingering concerns I have about that overwhelm the hundreds of hours I've played Planetside with my friends on that I've had these sort of exciting moments playing uh, in the underworld, underwater world of Rapture and stuff like that, and in the end, it really it's not enough there for me to say that first person shooters for me personally Crofton are anything other than good so i'm going to say good however i would be uh you know i'm more than willing to admit my bias on this this is you know part of part of uh this show in the sense that like i'm a gamer i like these games i play them uh i enjoy them uh and if there are uh, negative effects to them they they aren't so explicit that they're they've allowed me to affect uh, affect my verdict so i'm going to i'm going to say good but i was on the border with bullshit there and for most of the show i was leaning bullshit and uh, it was really just thinking about them and me personally that i was like you know what no i actually enjoy these games so i'm going to say they're good okay i'm going to go next uh, I think that vid- first-person shooters are a good genre of video game. They hit me at a point in my life where I was very much, you know, uh, it was very exciting to be maybe 10, I'm a little older, and just to see, feel like you're entering, entering into a new era of technology, and it's still amazing to see where they've gone today. Um, just because we did spend a lot of time talking about the violent aspects, I don't think shooters are. I think it's about as important uh, to the discussion of violence amongst ourselves as chess is to the propensity for war. Like I, I really, I really fundamentally disagree with a lot of the sensationalism around it. Uh, so they're good. That's good. Good genre video game. Uh all right. Well, um, yeah, I've had I'm having some trouble with this one. I must say, um, clearly, I have a negative a negative bent on this. And like Bo and Croft, and like, I remember when I first played Doom, and blew my mind, and I was like, "This is the best." And I loved it, and it was like I think I was I don't know thirteen, and like I like blowing shit up and killing shit, and and I spent hundreds of hours playing first person shooters of various kinds, uh, and had a lot of fun doing that. And so I'm like, is that good? And I'm like, uh, but I'm like, I don't know. And and I'm so I'm I'm debated and still can't decide between bullshit or bad because I feel like I can be self-reflective in the sense that there are things that I might enjoy that I don't know that are good. Like for instance, I do, I know that I don't like violence. I know that I enjoy violent violent fantasies like D and D or games. I enjoy those things. Would it be better if I didn't because I just didn't have violence in me? I think that would be better. 
but that's not who I am. I'm a human being. I'm a human animal. Humans are kind of violent things. It is a reflection of us. Uh, it's a better outlet than going out and committing violence. And I think there's also something highly linked to freedom because we live in a safer society and violence is less present. Uh, we 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 are constrained by that, so games give you the sense of freedom, and what comes with that is like violence and like risk and dying and all this stuff that you don't have that freedom in real life. But you had you trade it for safety, and that's a good trade and one we should make more. But I don't know, like in, in terms of the oh god, I really I I guess I'll just say bullshit and and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> It feels right. You're conflicted. It feels right. Well, I'm conflicted, but like it's more because I'm like I really, my in my gut, I'm like I think these things are bad, and I really just have to see through. I think violence is bad, and committing heinous acts towards one another is reprehensible. It it, it is, and I and, and, and I mean the, you know the this, games the whole, simulate like, that kind of behavior. So like, I that's get the it, logic. and and first person shooters in particular. Where it's like there are many games where violence is a is a is an outcome of story, one in which the context is very strong, and you can be like, ah, it can trigger you know, vengeance and revenge and kinds of things that seem founded, like violence that has a place. But often in shooters, it's like you drop into the game and you're like, kill, 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 and it's like, that, what do these people the, do the, to me? The relaunch of Doom that was one of its salient points was that. Because always they try to justify violence and shooters with these stories nowadays, and Doom is just like, here's a gun, just gonna be on your way. But it's hell spawn, so I mean, like, what do you want? Sure, I mean, you know, and that's that's kind of the context. But even, but I mean, in a lot of the most popular aspects of these games are the like PvP aspects, where it's literally like, okay, match starts, everyone in there, and just like kill, kill, kill. You know, you know what? I have major problem with, but I'm gonna leave it a bullshit. I want to say bad, but I'm like, I think that there's it's room. To it's tough when you've in like, cause I'm in this, this same boat, except two other verdicts. And it's tough when you've had so much personal enjoyment. It's sure. not like something that there's, there's so much evidence that really, uh, that really like damns it. You know what I mean? Like it's still, I understand celebrating violence in any capacity, how, how that can be, you know, the negative connotations to that, but there's, it's not like, um, you know, you know, right now you have in the gun debate in the States, you've got like this association, the National Rifle Association, and they're like essentially defending their leisure activity at the, at, you know, ignoring all evidence to the contrary that this is, hey, you know what, your leisure activity might might be a little bit uh, dangerous or, or could use maybe a few more rules uh, and that sort of thing. Um, and I, you know, I'm always uh, reticent to be like that, somebody that doesn't look beyond my borders. But at the same time, at this one, I feel comfortable saying that's a, that, but that's a good analogy. The, the, yeah, the, the, I, I feel comfortable where this is at right now and with my enjoyment and all that to, to, to go on the good side. But at the same time, it, there's enough there that that makes it it makes yeah, it confusing. The problem is, I think is, I, this is outdated. The most violent genre of video game right now is the battle royale, which is a third person shooter where you aim in first person, but it's mostly third person. But it's essentially a first person shooter. You can play those games. I think in you first spend person. most of your like, time in third person. It's a mix of both, but regardless, uh, it, it doesn't right. qualify, and yet. There's something horrifying. The there's something horrifying about being alone and nothing but your underwear and finding a handgun and sneaking around a corner only have to have four guys rifle you in the back instantaneously. <laughs> that is shocking. Yeah, so, I mean, it's good. If you it's good. if you want to tell us uh, what your thoughts are on first person shooters, and I tell you, I think a lot of the listeners listen to this show, um, you know, through Bose, other shows, and all this may have strong opinions about games in general and about first person shooters, perhaps in particular. They can send us an email, uh, good bad bull at gmail.com you can follow us online or comment on twitter at good bad bull um we uh we stream live on on twitch we've gotten a good sort of a uh chat participation thanks to all of you who uh participated um that's twitch.tv slash good bad bull uh goodbadbull.com is the website you can go there you can find all our old episodes uh we definitely uh would love love for you to check out some of our back catalog as we hit the high numbers and uh oh gentlemen um i tell you 
you're individuals of an individual nature trapped on an island where you have to hunt each other. Uh, where can the folks reach you? Oh, supposed to you're kick it to one person time? specifically. What's going on here, buddy? Just, okay, Bo. Okay, Bo, let's do it at the same time. One, Bo, two, two, first, three. First, first, shoot wins. At, at Bo Schwartz. I'm at Bo Schwartz. Uh, I think they could probably get that. And I'm Your at time was terrible, Bo. Yeah, by the way, so, check out my... Oh, never mind. Go ahead. I wanted to rush through that because now I want to talk about what our favorite first-person shooters are. Uh, so, uh... Yeah. See, I mean, whatever. we could have done that in the main topic instead of indulging the violence. But okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you could have helped me. You could. Wait, but just before you do, because when Bo was talking about all the things he liked about first-person shooting, and you could see me probably chuckling, he's like, you know, when you're a sniper and you get like a great headshot, or you go around and you find it, you come up behind someone and shoot them in the back. <laughs> it's all so fucking violent. It's, so, it's sort of hilarious. You're like, the violence has nothing to do with anything. We're cutting out. You better have had my top three in there. I will be pissed. You don't even know. I, I will s- too know. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.